What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi, and I'm back with another episode of Rambling Mind Podcast. How are y'all doing? First of all, I would like to apologize for missing an episode on Thursday. I actually had it, um, I actually had it recorded and everything and ready to go, but then I scheduled it to go live on the wrong date. It was supposed to go live on Thursday, but then it went live. I set the date to go live on November 28th. Ah, and I was just like, what? I was like, wait a minute. Why is this thing? Why does it seem like it's not live yet? Because every once in a while, well, usually I'll go back and listen to the podcast, make sure everything was fine, make sure there was no distortion when it was uploaded. But I got busy during the day, so I didn't check on time. And by the time I checked on Friday, well, I checked on Saturday. No, it was on Friday I checked. I was just like, what have I done? I was just so mad. Excuse the beeping, because you know a man's gotta eat. So you know I got some cooking, a little something, something for me to put in my stomach, cause I'm hungry. But anyway, that's besides the point. But the important thing is, I apologize for not giving y'all an episode on Thursday. It hurts me. It hurts you. But that episode will be dropping. Well, the episode should have already dropped by the time I'm recording this. The episode should be live, but. Nevertheless, how y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. Hope y'all were able to party if you like to party. I hope y'all were able to do what you wanted to do this weekend. You know, stay busy, but not too busy. We're able to relax if you needed to relax. Run those errands that needed to be ran. Handle the business that you needed to handle. But I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all are doing good. I know I'm doing all right. First of all, my sister put me in one awkward situation. So one of our friends was doing a little birthday dinner. And they were like, yo, you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I like to eat good food. And so we go. And then it t- turns out it was like a ladies' night. Like, there were eight people there. And of those eight, there were like ten people, actually. And of those ten, guess what? I was the only dude. So I just felt so awkward. I was just there. I was just like, yeah, you know, hey. How y'all doing? Hi. Uh, even though I knew all of most of them, it was still super awkward being the only dude there. I was just kind of like, yeah, um, I probably should not be here right now. But here I am because my sister told me to come along and she didn't tell me there was all ladies. Actually, I can't blame her because she didn't know that it was all ladies. She didn't know. So I can't really throw no shade at her for that. But still, it was just... just Super awkward. It was it was nice and it was fun, but it was still awkward nonetheless. I don't know if y'all ever been in a situation like that where you like you just kind of like, man, it's kind of awkward. I ended up leaving early just to be like, yo, sis, I'm gonna catch you later. Y'all have fun, have all the conversations y'all want to have. I'm gonna just find my way out the back door and just kind of kick it out my way. Just get out of here, you know. It was just awkward, but it was fun. It was nice to be home, nice to be with my mom, even though we had some conversations that were difficult to have, you know, because it's moms and they worry about everything. But, you know, it was nice to be home, nice to see my family, just nice to be in that environment. It was fun, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. When I'm home, I get super lazy. I literally sat in the same spot, except for Saturday when I had to run errands because, you know, errands. But... I literally sat in the same spot the entire time I was home. Literally with the laptop on my lap, my leg kicked up, and on the couch, just chilling. Just straight chilling. Didn't want to do jack, didn't want to do nothing. I just was home, didn't want to do anything. 
but it was good. It's always nice to be home. It's good to be lazy. It's just nice. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's good to be lazy, but it's nice to be home and be able to just, you know, get petted like mama's boy, because I am a mama's boy, but it was nice. It's just good, you know? Yeah, it's just good. But anyway, let's get into some topics today. And we'll start off with Jerome Powell and the Fed. Well, the Federal Reserve came back out, Jerome Powell came back out and announced, as we expected, more interest rates cut. This is the third one this year. And the reason they said behind the interest rate cut, or the reasons that they cut the interest rate for the third time, is to help counteract the effects of the US-China trade war and the upcoming 2020 elections and overall economic growth that they're not seeing from businesses with investments. A lot of business over time has just been slowing their investment due to the trade war and due to the uncertainty with the people in power right now with the Trump administration not knowing exactly which way they're gonna go about doing things, not knowing which way they're gonna handle what they wanna handle. And basically, with that being said, it just leaves everything up in the air. So the Federal Reserve does what they feel would be the best thing to counteract those things, the best thing to try and push businesses to invest more. But the problem with that is, as we talk about, when you start playing with the interest rate, well, inflation starts going the other way. So the one worry that everyone has is, I hope we're not hitting that tipping point where inflation is going to start coming up the other way. When inflation is going to start kind of kicking up a little bit and things start costing more. And of course, when inflation goes, it doesn't necessarily say that our pay is going to go with it as well for us to be able to afford everything when prices start going up. So it's one of those things that people are worried about with the, no- the multiple interest rate cuts that keep on happening. People are worried about, okay, is this, are we going to start seeing some inflation start kicking in and that will cause even more problems that the Fed does not want to happen. But on the other side of things, some more news that came just following up the Federal Reserve interest rate cut was the Commerce, the Federal Commerce Department came out and announced what the GDP was for the third quarter. And it was the good news was it grew more than it was expected to grow. So this is great. This is great news. This is beneficial news. This is one of those things that people like to hear. So the GDP in the third quarter grew 1.9% which it was estimated they expected as we always talk about expectations versus reality the expectations was that it will only grow at 1.6 percent so the fact that it grew at 1.9 percent investors are happy economists are happy business people are happy however it was less than what it did in the second quarter in the second quarter it grew at two percent however again the reason why it grew at 1.9 percent was not due to economic investment was not due to businesses doing more investing in the u.s or anything like that it was due to consumer spending remember when we were talking about how consumer spending is the thing that's keeping the u.s away from seeing any of the trade war problems seeing any of the trade war fall off well that saved the third quarter it was the consumer spending it was consumer spending that aided the economy to not see those negatives of businesses not investing more A lot of the reasons why we didn't see the decline or we saw the decline from 2% to 1% is because investment, as we talked about, dropped about 3% in spending from businesses. So businesses are not spending as much as they can. And some of that is due to the uncertainty, as we've talked about, the uncertainty with the Trump administration and uncertainty with how this trade war with China is going to go about. However, comma, people like to spend money and that aided a lot. But the good thing is 
when you look at the GDP, two or two thirds of the equation about the GDP. If you don't know what GDP is, GDP is gross domestic product. It is the percentage of how well the economy is doing or how well the U.S. is growing or shrinking. And it just tells you how well a country overall is doing for its population as my computer wants to die. And I hope it doesn't die. But so that tells us that. But the good news is, however, consumers were the powerful force behind that. Now, that's good. But also on the other side, you have to think about the equation of how GDP is calculated. Two thirds part of GDP is consumer products, is household spending. That's a large part of the GDP. So that's going to power it through. But however, if we don't see any economic investment, eventually people are not going to be spending as much money as you think they should. This is a good sign to show that people are spending money. But however, as we talked about more recent signs. GDP is only focused on the third quarter. This only tells us the story of the past. It doesn't tell us the story of what is to come. And a lot of the signs to come is telling us a lot of things about people who don't really want to spend anymore because things are getting a little bit more expensive. However, we got some good news on that note. So we'll, we'll hold that off and we'll talk about it later on. But another reason for that is because of the labor news, which is good. This is actually good news that we're getting from this. The labor report came out and the job market for October came out and it produced added an additional 128,000 jobs in October, which is greater than 68,000 that was expected. So even though the GM strike happened and a lot of people thought that the GM strike would cost a lot of people jobs and will make the October labor market numbers look terrible. But on the other side of things, it actually shot up. It was 128,000 jobs was added in October, which was extremely unexpected. And like we said, what do investors like to see expectations over exceeded? And so what happened? The Nasdaq shot up to new extreme highs. The S&P 500 broke through the highs that we talked about last time and entered into even higher highs than it's ever experienced before. So investors like news about jobs being created. Jobs being created means that investors will like to invest more money. And that's all looking positive. Plus, as I said about, I said a second ago, U.S. and China finally agreed to a trade deal. At least they said they had a very good conversation, which is for us. That's the only thing we need to hear to say that's good, because before that, we've been hearing a whole lot of negative stuff from both sides. So it's good to hear that they had a productive meeting and a productive phone call about what they want to do with the whole trade war situation. So bottom line is, although the Fed Reserve cut rates, and although GDP didn't grow as much as people would have liked at that 2% scale, which is like the ultimate number that most economists look at, it still grew at 1.9%. But there were good news on the other side of it with the labor market announcing announcing over 100,000 new jobs being added to the market. And also with the US announcing, US and China announcing that they had a very productive conversation with the, with the trade war. So Hopefully this may, this hopefully means that we are now finally turning the corner and things should be getting better. But we won't know that for sure until later on and until we actually see the details of the new China and US trade war agreement. Until we see that, we don't know for sure. But for now, it looks like things are getting, going on the positive positive note. Moving on from that, let's talk about some streaming wars. Cuz streaming wars is in full force right now. So Apple started their streaming service, the Apple TV Plus, started on Friday, 
if y'all didn't know, Apple finally released their service. But a lot of the TV shows that were on there and a lot of the programs that were on there were kind of like, eh, I mean, it's cool, but eh, people didn't really like it like that. It's like the the new Star Wars uh, trilogy, the first one, the episode seven. I mean, it's cool, but it ain't like that cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was good. It was like, okay, this is not trash, but it wasn't that good. And speaking of Star Wars trilogy, Disney will be releasing their streaming service on the 12th. So... All these companies are getting the popcorn. I'm telling you, go get your popcorn ready with the holiday season coming about, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the time for us to celebrate and chill at home. They're saying, yo, come subscribe to us. Well, you can even get up. You know what? We'll give you a free month. Just, just subscribe to us during this holiday season when you're going to be home anyway, sitting on top of the couch. Don't worry about Netflix. Netflix, ah, that's old news. Use some of this new stuff. Come come join us. Come join the Apple TV. Come join the Disney TV Plus. What up with the pluses, by the way? But anyway, they're just like, yo, this is the time for us to strike. So we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out because this is the perfect season. People are coming back from school. They're going to be home. They ain't going to be doing homework unless you're in senior design. And then you don't have a choice. You're going to still be doing homework during your holiday breaks. People are off from work. They're going to be chilling. So right now is the perfect time for Apple to strike. A lot of people are going to be on vacation and holiday and chilling. And so Apple and Disney and all these streaming services are preparing the the load and plus for apple it's even a bigger deal because a whole lot of people gonna be buying new iphones and if you don't know and don't say i never did anything for y'all if you get a new iphone you get apple tv for a year for the free so if you're getting a new phone just go and get that apple service and then just in case then if you're like me and you don't use apple services and you're not going to buy the thing, but you still want to see what the shows are available on apple tv just find somebody that has a password. If you see them with triple camera behind with Apple logo or double camera behind with Apple logo, they have TV service and they are they should be willing to share with you the password. And if you if they share with you, just share with me too, you know? Just share with me too. It will be very nice, you know. I want to see some of these shows even though some people are saying the shows are not good. But still, I'll be at home. What else do I have to do? Why not watch some of these services? They are there for us to watch. So, like I said, this is one way that Apple is able to just hop into the market. As we said, in the United States, Apple has the dominance in products. They have, I mean, if you look left and right, everybody has an Apple iPhone. So they have the hardware component to be able to put these services in people's hands. And an easy way to do that is, oh, you bought a new iPhone? Well, you know what? Or if, Actually, it's not just iPhone. It's any hardware. If you buy any kind of Apple hardware, you automatically get a year free subscription to Apple TV service. So... If you bought a new phone, just gonna sign up and watch this thing. It may be there, you may enjoy it, you may not, who knows? But it's there for you. And also, this is another part of it that's interesting. If you if you create a new Apple service, the free the version that you get when you buy a new Apple device is one for family. So you can get up to five users on it. Think of Netflix where you have like up to four or so. Well, for Apple, you get up to five people. It's kind of like a family setting thing, but you get up to five people, so you know. So that when you have recommended shows for you, other people won't mess it up. I mean, people will be using my Netflix account. Open your whole profile. Why are you using my own? No sense. You just be messing people's recommendations up. Next thing I know, Indian movie. Now, what's it I do with Indian movie? I mean, get out. Anyway, that's beside the point. That was just 
I got upset. But that is beside the point. Uh, anyway, that's something to look forward to. And the streaming wars is getting very, very serious. I got to talk to you about Apple's earnings because Apple, it really shows that they are diversifying all the way in their services. They're trying to do all that they can to diversify how they make their revenue. Now, this is pretty interesting. This is cool. When they, when Apple started talking about their earnings, when they opened up their whole book, this is pretty cool. Apple services, so i.e. Apple Music, Apple TV that's about to launch or that just launched, iCloud brought in 18% growth in the last quarter. But here's the big, here's the kicker. They made over $46 billion in revenue, which is bigger than the entire revenue of Delta. Delta, the airplane, the thing that, that you be going to pay a ticket to travel to all these places. The entire revenue of Delta for the last quarter was equal to the amount that Apple made just from their services business. That just shows you how much and how big and how important the services business is going to be and is for Apple and why they're shifting their focus away from just hardware into services. Now, on the other side of this, another interesting thing is to note that Apple's wearable grew over 54% in the last quarter. So when we talk about wearables, we're talking about Apple Watches, we're talking about AirPods, those kind of products, Beats headphones as well, those kind of products are wearables or considered wearables that division grew over 54 percent now here's the bigger kicker their revenue was the same size as starbucks just from apple selling rev uh, selling wearables the the amount of money that they made is the same amount that starbucks makes in a quarter that's just from a small portion of what apple does on the side it's not even like their main income it's like you you go to your nine to five job and then you have your 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 side things that you do on the side that bring in a little bit of small income that's what these wearables things are for apple the wearables and their services division those are not their main businesses those are not their core businesses but the amount of money those things bring in are making it to become more and more as we've talked about more and more of the focus as hardware continues to decline for apple we're just seeing more and more of their side businesses become more and more of their core platforms. Those services, iCloud, Apple TV, Apple Music, Apple News, those things are becoming more and more priority for Apple, which is why you see them pushing, like really pushing for these services, really pushing for people to buy new wearables and they're making leaps and bounds. And plus, they're killing it in the wearables. And speaking of wearables, as we talked about last week, when it was kind of insinuated that Alphabet parent comp company of Google was going to acquire Fitbit. We didn't really know if it was true or not, but everyone kind of assumed it would be true. And it was true. They acquired uh, Fitbit for $2.1 billion uh, last week when the official report finally came out and the, when the dust settled and everyone knew exactly what was going on. They acquired Fitbit for $2.1 billion and it showed a uh, opposite of what apple is doing is what google is doing google has always been a software first company a services company they make most of their money from ads makes ads are a core platform for their business but then on the other side they also sell software platforms to people whether it's cloud services being able to store data for people or process data for company all that stuff they've always been doing that but now they're trying that's also coming down a little bit where they're not able to sell as many ads there's a lot more competition in the space 
And so that that's on a bit on a decline. That revenue income is a little bit on the decline. So how do you make up that cap space? How do you make up that money so you can keep making that money for your investors and for your shareholders and your stakeholders and all that stuff? They're switching over with this acquisition of Fitbit. It shows that they are switching over into the hardware focus, which is the opposite of what Apple is doing. Apple is switching over to services and we're seeing Google switch into more hardware. So we know the debacle with the Pixel devices, which is just <sighs> Pixel 4 is trash. Like, come on, Google, y'all gotta do better. Y'all gotta be do better with these things. But anyway. They're making, you know, the Pixel devices is a core focus for them. Of course, now we, we already know with the acquisition of Nest, which by the way, Fossil is the first consumer product that Google has acquired in about five years since they acquired Nest. We already talked about Nest Home and how they're big on focusing on the Nest line of products. And they announced all these other wearables, earbuds. And now with the purchase of Fitbit, it is a hard drive to wearables. It is an industry that is massive, is available. There's so much more growth available there because I don't have a smartwatch, but fit, I had a Fitbit, which broke recently, which is unfortunate, but people are more and more willing to buy these wearable products. People are, are finally just jumping into the wearable market. I'm seeing people with new smartwatches every day. So Apple, I mean, Google is seeing that as an opportunity for how they can make up that revenue that they're losing from their core platform. Even though their core platform is still going to be there, it's still growing a little bit, but not growing at the same pace and they're losing that revenue. So how do they make up that space is by going into hardware, but I hope they don't mess it up. Like, like Google, please let Fitbit do what Fitbit does. If you're buying Fitbit, just put your Google branding on it, but let Fitbit do what they're good at, which is the exercise portion, which Google, your fitness platform is jank, is trash. Just don't try to do anything. Let Fitbit come in, do what they're good at. Looks like there's a problem. You see Google? My God, that thing just scared me. Google just jumped up in the background and just completely scared me. I was like, Jesus Christ, what is inside my house? Hey, my heart rate all the way up now. Hey, we thank God, shall we? Thank God for protection. We thank God for His kindness and His grace. Anyway, Google, don't mess this thing up. Release a good Pixel Watch. So in the past, Google has partnered with Fossil, but that didn't really work out. It didn't really do what it was meant to do. Those Fossil devices were not that good. So now Google is now head first diving into the Fitbit market, into the fitness tracker and wearable market. I don't know why I went fitness tracker because fitness fitbit overall has been a fitness tracking device so hopefully google will let these guys be the expertise at what they do and hopefully they will release some really good smart watches because part of the problem was people were switching away from fitbit to apple watches because there's a limitation on how much you can do with a fitbit so hopefully they figure this thing out and they do it well that's the main thing google do this thing well because on the other hand you also have galaxy watches that are really really stinking good they're the only thing that can compare to an apple watch so google do this thing well don't mess up like you did with the pixel phones like come on come on man come on do it well but that's about all i got for y'all today not a whole lot of news a whole lot of rambling those because you know i always gotta ramble but Hope y'all have a wonderful week ahead, and I'll hit y'all on the next one. God bless y'all. Take care of yourselves. Do what you need to do now. Handle your business, and peace.